Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Magnolia Beef and Seminary has top quality beef products that are raised right here in Mississippi. They also have fantastic gifts for every age. For the best beef in Mississippi and so much more, visit Magnolia Beef and Seminary or find us on Facebook. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. Show was previously recorded. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You're tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We are joined by Rhino in studio. And don't forget that today is a great day to jumpstart your planning of a Mississippi getaway. You can do that over at visitmississippi.org. And if you head on over to supertalk.fm slash watch, you will meet our guest today, Chris London. He is the owner of A Slice of the Apple in Hattiesburg. It's a new deli, but his unique story comes from where he came from, really, and how he got here to Mississippi. Because you were you were a Mississippian by choice or training. Transplant, as we like to say, right, Chris? Pretty much. All right. So, where did you? Where were you born and raised? Staten Island, New York. Okay. One of the five boroughs. So, let's say. So, for those of us who don't know our New York geography, where is Staten Island? It would be probably the closest borough to Jersey. Um, it's right across the bridge from Brooklyn. It's one of the five. They call it the Forgotten Borough. The forgot- Why is it the Forgotten Borough? Because nobody remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's kind of true. I'm going to get you to move just closer to there. You go. Perfect. Um, so, if, okay, so why would we – why is it the Forgotten Borough? Does it not have, like, the Jersey Shore or whatever it may be? How would you describe your hometown to someone who's never been to Staten Island? Well, most people that's never been to New York think all of New York is all skyscrapers and Broadway and Times Square and all that. And Staten Island has no skyscrapers at all um even brooklyn has big apartment buildings staten island has the only apartment buildings we have is public housing pretty much so it's uh, like night and day yeah from it, the city it's the rural version of new york city i guess you can say so did you ever go into the city or did you spend a lot of time in the city all the time so how long of a drive was it for you from from home to to this to the big apple um because of traffic it's usually about 45 minutes but nobody really drives they have subways and trains and ferries and buses and cabs and whatever so you're, you're, you're speaking a language that us <laughs> native Mississippians definitely don't understand. But I think what we can sort of connect with is the idea of living in our rural communities and then having to drive somewhere between 30 to 45 minutes to sort of get to work. The only difference is when our traffic jams are nothing like New York traffic jams or sort of traffic. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going... 40 miles in 40 minutes, not four miles in 40 minutes. Would that be fair? Yeah. To put it into perspective, Staten Island is 14 miles long and seven miles wide. That's it. To go from the top of the island to the bottom of the island takes you about a half hour. (gasps) 
So 14 miles in a half hour. (laughs) That is mind-boggling. But, okay, that's one check to see why you would want to get out there and maybe have somewhere different to live. So, okay, so part of your main part of your story is the fact that you left Staten Island or you left New York for Mississippi how many years ago now? Five? It would be January of 15, so six. So six years ago. What drew you to Mississippi? Had you been here before? Did you just look on a map and go? (laughs) It's pretty much a dart on the map. Uh, I came in December to visit for two weeks because I knew somebody down here. Um, Did they have to pull your leg to get you to come visit Mississippi? For the most part, because everybody in New York, you think of Mississippi, you think of barns and farms and that's it. And that's well. There outhouses. Are, there are, well, I don't know about outhouses, but barns and farms. We have some really nice ones all throughout the out, all throughout the <laughs> state. But we do have other things other than that. Because um, normally, you know, though it's Mississippians going to visit New York City, you don't always hear of New Yorkers coming this way. So, your friend, where did you come to visit for those two weeks? Hattiesburg. Hattiesburg. Okay, so that's the the Pine Belt area. What was it about it in those two weeks that you just said, "Ha, huh, there's something special here." Well, for one, the finances, it's cheap. Everything is cheap. Um, the people are nicer. It's its just an easier way to get by uh, compared to the big rush of New York and the prices in New York. Give us a little bit of a comparison, Chris. When you Maybe were you living in, in actual New York or Staten Island whenever you came to visit Mississippi for the first time? Mm-hmm. And were you in an apartment? Yep. So, like, okay. help, I was going to say, help us understand what the price difference is, because I don't think people really realize what you get for your money when you move to a place like Mississippi. This is my main comparison when people ask. I had a three-bedroom apartment. One small bathroom, small kitchen, no dining room, small living room on the second floor with street parking only. And the rent was 1600 a month before utilities. So it was like two grand a month for a tiny three bedroom and you don't have a yard. And you don't have a yard. No. And you don't even have like a carport. Mm-hmm. You don't You don't have Parked a lawn, street. lawn chair you can go sit out on. Did you even have like a little, do you have any kind of little deck or anything where you can get out in fresh air? Mm-mm. No, nothing. Do you mm-hmm. have a doorman? No. No, okay. So It that was, was just a regular <laughs> – it was like a townhouse. <laughs> the look you just gave me was like, no. That was that would be on up in the – Doorman is Manhattan. Bo- they, they, and Brooklyn. Some parts of Brooklyn. And some parts of Brooklyn. Okay, so, so obviously that could be a huge allure. You could take the same amount of money and come here and actually have a really nice mortgage mm-hmm. or, um, you know, really start to build a life here. So that I can see where that was going to be, um, you know, a, a deciding factor for you, Chris. But it's one thing, though, to think, oh, this is nice. It'd be a great way to live. It's another thing to come here and start living. Yeah. So did you just go back to New York and pack your bags and turn uh, in your Like I said, I came, I came up. Um, December, about mid-December for two weeks. I went back right before Christmas, and January 5th, I moved. Wow. Just like that. Mississippi took root of you and just brought you on back. Okay, so you came to Mississippi. What's next? Did you find an apartment? Were you living with your friend? Did you already have real estate before you left? I feel like you're a man. <laughs> like, once you get going, you are just rolling. I, I lived with my friend that I came to visit for a little while. Um, but this, before... When I moved here, I wasn't doing anything. I was a body piercer, actually. Interesting. So when I moved here, I already I was doing that in New York. Well, there's some good places in Hattiesburg for that as well. All the oh, yeah, college still, kids know exactly piercer. where to go. <laughs> in fact, there was this one time in college they had a two-for-one going on. I can't remember the place that was downtown. <laughs> but that's for a story for a different show. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so when you came here, I mean, you had to find some kind of work or, or, or start some, some form of career. So what was your first choice when you moved to Mississippi? Well, when I first got here, I walked into every tattoo shop in Hattiesburg. I walked into one. It was a little sketchy, but I didn't realize it because I was new. Mm-hmm. I worked there for about four hours. <laughs> and then I walked into another one where I still currently do piercings uh, by appointment. Um, but obviously, I didn't want to be a piercer for the rest of my life. You are so. a man of many layers to this story. This is what I love oh. about good things and meeting those that call Mississippi home because you just never know, you know, all sort of the backstory. But I know part of it is you wanted to go into law enforcement as a career, correct? Yeah. That was um, my friend had suggested. Uh, my cousin in New York, he's a detective with the ESU Emergency Service Unit with NYPD. So he's always been an inspiration. I stayed with them for about a year or so in New York. Um, so my first thought was, hey, maybe I'll be a cop. Mm-hmm. Walked into City Hall, and I asked, and they were like, oh, no, we're not hiring. I was like, well, there goes that. <laughs> so uh, I wound up actually signing up for the fire department, for Hattiesburg Fire Department. And um, I took all the physical tests. I passed the physical tests. I took the written test, passed that. And I got an interview, and I never got called back. So I was like, hmm, well, now what? Then they suggested to be a nurse. I was like, I don't want to do all that school. That's too much. So I wound up actually going to EMT school. Uh, I did that, graduated, got a job with ASAP out of Laurel. So Uh, now you work on an ambulance. mm -hmm. You still do piercings on the side by appointment only. Mm -hmm. And you opened up a thriving deli. That's not the point that people probably thought that was going to come next. It's like, oh. There's actually another in-between thing I did before that. What do we miss? (laughs) So uh, I did construction in New York for a while. So I actually opened a construction company in Hattiesburg also. (laughs) So I retired from the ambulance for like two years, and I did the construction for a good two years. Uh, made a bit of money and saved up, and that's how I opened the deli. And that's how you opened the deli. But that's actually an interesting story because you went back to visit your home state of mm-hmm. New York to a wedding. And w- tell us a little bit about the family-friendly version of the story <laughs> of how you wound up coming back to Mississippi to open up your deli. So my uh, my best friend, Jackie, for like 20 years, uh, we made promises when we were younger. Oh, no matter where we are, when you get married, I'll be there. Blah, blah, blah. So... She got married, and she was like, hey, I need you to be my maid of honor, unofficial maid of honor. So, of course. So I went back. Um, obviously, I brought my then ex-girlfriend, well, my ex-girlfriend with me. I was showing her all, this is this, this is this, introducing her to New York delis. And uh, just one night after the wedding, it was a long night. I was hungry. It was 2 in the morning. I walked in. I grabbed a uh, bacon, egg, and cheese. I was like, oh, we need this at home. And that's where the story of a slice of the apple started for mm-hmm. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. We're going to get a rest of the story coming up next here on Good Things. This show was previously recorded. 
Hey, Tom, looks like you're a few guys short today. Yeah, one's been out with the flu, another is at the ER, and Lydia at the office has a sick child. Where's Randy? Another contractor offered benefits. You should call New Care MD. They offer full-service medical care, flat monthly rates. Your guys and their families get same-day appointments and minor emergency service. Contact New Care MD at NewCareMD.com today to learn more about how you can provide affordable direct primary care to your employees. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wink on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Years. Contact Cordell and Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Jackson area attorneys online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service is your central Mississippi boating headquarters. RJ's offers top-of-the-line brands like Skeeter, War Eagle, G3, Express, and Bennington Pontoon Boats, all powered by Yamaha Outboards. RJ's Outboard, 1208 Old Fannin Road in Brandon, with dealership that's service built. Follow here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner. Rebecca Turner. A.K.A. Bed Bath & Beyonce. Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Supertalk.fm, the Supertalk app, and your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. Things wants to remind you that there are some great things to do in Mississippi, even some unique places to visit. Go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. We are continuing our conversation with Chris London. He is a former New Yorker who moved to Mississippi. I would say on a whim, right? Pretty much. And after a lot of interesting life choices or work decisions, you came to the idea that Mississippi, particularly the Pine Belt area, needed a taste of New York in terms of deli. So at least set the stage for us in terms of what delis mean to New Yorkers. Is that something that's like on every corner with signature recipes? Like, is it kind of a big deal, kind of like barbecue places here? Um, I would say it's more like churches here. <laughs> there is two. There, oh, There's always two or more within walking distance of where you are. And it's like the one-stop shop for every New Yorker. You need cat litter at 2 in the morning, walk to the deli. You need, you're hungry, walk to the deli. You need a gallon of milk, a carton of eggs, a pack of cigarettes, and a six-pack of beer, walk to the deli. Everything is the deli. Um, and that was how I started it. Uh, I had toilet paper and paper towels and all this other stuff before I actually turned it into the restaurant that it is now. Which is a slice of the apple yep. there in um, Hattiesburg. Where is it located? It's right on the corner of West 4th Street and West Overdrive. Okay, so it's one thing, although getting to know you a little bit, Chris, nothing surprises me now. But again, <laughs> I say it's one thing to go visit somewhere and say, oh, Mississippi needs a taste of New York, right? And it's another thing to come back and go, okay, here's a business plan, pick out a building, get it started. Because of all the careers that we're keeping up with here on good things from ambulance driver to construction owner to piercer to who knows what else, um, a business like a restaurant owner is not necessarily in there. So where did you get the gumption to? start to start a deli it was literally on a whim i, I missed the food that was that's my favorite part of new york is the food and um i just literally just went for it <laughs> it was there was no backup plan there was no hey i want how do i do this i i have no experience in restaurant i have no experience in nothing but what i done in new york so. But someone in your family did have a little bit of deli experience, and that was good old mama. So yeah. what was her background with at least running a deli or being a part of a New York, a classic New York uh, deli? She's New Yorker all the way her whole entire life until when I imported her. But uh, growing up, she worked in a deli. That that was her job. My father did nursing home stuff in catering halls, and my mom worked in a deli. So there would be nothing to come. She'd walk up and pick me up in grade school, walk up the street, because, like I said, nobody really drove. And we'd walk back down, and I'd sit in the corner in the deli, and she's back there making sandwiches and selling lotto tickets and growing up in that whole scheme of things. It 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 pretty much gave me just the experience without having the experience. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, it's kind of in your blood. You saw it. It yeah. was definitely familiar territory, even if you had never necessarily ran one like you know as a business so you call mom and you say mom i'm opening up a deli in mississippi of all places i need your help what'd she say it wasn't even really i need your help it was more like mom open up a deli you're moving (laughs) (laughs) 
to Mississippi from somewhere where she had been all her life. I mean, was yeah. she looking for a change? Was she intrigued by what you were experiencing here? She had came to visit uh, a couple of years back for about a month, and she liked it. It was her first time leaving the Northeast in in general. Like, she's never flown. She never went further than PA, which is only two hours away. What, so, you, what month did she come to Mississippi first? Uh, June. Oh, that's a perfect yeah. perfect month to introduce <laughs> us to the humidity. She gets off the plane and she's sweating. <laughs> no, no, she took the train. She took Amtrak. Really? Yep. Okay. So, that's Go how mama. I visited, too, when I came to visit. 28-hour ride on a train. Well, there you go. I don't think I've ever met someone who took in the train that long yeah, to hear I don't recommend it. <laughs> Never do it again. Never do it again. <laughs> so she came with her pack, bags packed, thinking mom was only going to stay for two weeks. She's coming to visit again. And then how much, uh, and then how, and did she ever go back? No. She, no? She, she, <laughs> she came... She stayed in an Airbnb, and then she was coming. To, she had plans on moving, and she was coming. She, she came. She was looking for an apartment. She found an apartment. She wound up moving into the apartment and still hasn't been back since she moved. Well, she's made it through a winter here in Mississippi oh, so yeah. far, right? And it's like you guys probably it's like think. Spring. Yes, that we are nuts. I walk sh- around in shorts in the middle of January, and people are looking at me like, this isn't cold. No, yes. In New York, it's like single digits right now. And we're all in depression mode here in Mississippi. Schools shut down, lives stop whenever it gets below 40. I mean, it's it's crazy. And for you guys, it's completely different there mm-hmm. um, there in New York. Well, I guess Mom liked Mississippi, and she appreciated oh, she uh, running or helping you with, with the deli, which is a slice of the apple there uh, in Hattiesburg in the Pine Belt. So tell us a little bit about your deli. What parts of New York did you did you bring to, to the Pine Belt? Uh, New York City, uh, all of New York City. There, there's famous delis. There's Carnegie Deli, Katz's Deli. There's all these famous delis in New York. Uh, the main one that was more so that I kind of, more or less, kind of copied their type of sandwich was Katz's Deli. It's uh, it's been around since like 1890 something, and it's like world famous for their Rubens and their pastrami's because they're massive. So I was like, if it works for them, it could work for me. I'm gonna do that too. And sure enough, it it. Pretty much. What's the key to a good deli sandwich? Definitely the product that you use. Um, you Anybody can go into Walmart and go to the deli section and buy a pound of ham. But the brand that I use, Boar's Head brand, is ad- actually made in New York. It's out of Brooklyn, New York. So I don't want to say it's imported from New York because I do get it from Jackson. But Jackson, I guess, gets it from New York. So it's pretty much the highest quality deli meats and cheeses you can get. Well, now, there's other delis and sandwich shops, I'm sure, in the Pine Belt. So what would you say with just the size or the quality of meat or what makes the slice of the apple a little bit different in the way it serves its sandwiches? Both. Um, my bread I get from a local bakery that is baked fresh daily, uh, Breadsmith. Um, and then I use only boar's head products, meats, cheeses, even down to the sauerkraut for my Rubens. It's all boar's head. And they're they're just known for all the New York delis use boar's head. That's all they use. Um, so I was like, I need to get boar's head. If I'm not getting boar's head, I'm not opening a deli. And I got boar's head. So now um, I pretty much base my sandwiches off of what I would want on a sandwich. I may look skinny, but I'm fat on the inside. So. <laughs> 
which New Yorkers they have their appetite, man. I mean, they do a lot of walking and they do, you know, and, and their 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 daily activity is probably a lot more uh, than we do here. But the portion sizes are obviously pretty large. What what's it like a New Yorker side to to a sandwich? I mean, here we probably do chips or we do you know something like that. Is that the same at your at your establishment, um, or is it or is there another New Yorker side? The main side that New Yorkers get is chips. Um, They'll get chips or like an Arizona iced tea. Uh, Very specific. Yeah, cause, no, because down here they don't drink iced tea; they drink sweet tea. Oh, <laughs> was that a a, was that a game changer for you? Yes, because I tried to make sweet tea and I did not make it good. <laughs> so I don't even have it in my restaurant anymore. So when uh, you went when the first time you came to Mississippi and you went out to eat, did you order tea or would, I mean, did you ever have sweet? When was the, what was your first experience with sweet tea? Uh, I spit it out. <laughs> That's sacrilegious to anybody listening to good things reared here. Was it? Did you know what you were getting? No. Okay. So that's I, fair. I actually ordered iced tea, and they brought it out. It looks the same. I was like, oh, okay. And I said, what is this? Yeah, it, it didn't go well. I ordered a Coke after that. You, that see, Since then. That makes no good walking around sense, Chris, because Coke is sugared. It's sweetened. Why couldn't you enjoy a sweet tea? I guess it's the tea flavor, because iced tea doesn't taste like tea. You do know there's a little trick when you're visiting Mississippi restaurants. You can order unsweet, and it will come just like they make it at home. How is it any different? Try iced tea. Go to Walmart and buy (laughs) the iced tea mix. It's in a powdered form. You pour that into water and mix it up. Really? Taste it. Is it sweet? though? It's a lemon. Yeah, it's it's sweetened. It's it's like a lemon, lemony flavor. It's it's like a whole other drink. Really? Yeah. I'm getting schooled today mm-hmm. on good things. I had I knew there was unsweet tea. I knew there was iced tea, which I thought was unsweet tea without the sugar. And then, of course, here in Mississippi, we live and die by our sweet tea, and that's like a whole thing. So no one be offended by Chris spitting out his sweet tea when he first took, uh, <laughs> took a sip. So do, can you get iced tea at the slice of the apple? No. So what, what what do you wash it down with? I have, I have Coke uh, Coke products. I have uh, root beer, orange soda. The time is now. The savings are huge. The place is Ridgeland Mitsubishi. That's right. It's the best time to save like never before on your next new vehicle during the Overstock Sales Event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. We're receiving truckloads of new Mitsubishis, and we need to move our current inventory. This means big savings to you right now. Pay just one eighty nine per month on new twenty twenty Mitsubishi G fours. That's one eighty nine per month, and pay only two ninety nine per month on new twenty twenty Mitsubishi Outlander Sports. Bad credit, no credit, no problem. Our credit specialists work hard to get you approved. No matter your past credit history. 100% credit approval is our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll give you the best possible price for it even if you don't buy a new one from us. Come save like never before during our overstock sales event at Ridgeland Mitsubishi where nobody walks away because everybody saves. 1860 East County Line Road. Call 896-9600 today or visit RidgelandMitsubishi.com. Remember, you're approved at Ridgeland Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi G4 stock number 1709. stock number 1712. 1999 down 2.9% for 84 months. Okay. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse 
practitioners. Les England for Clark's Construction. The kind of work that Jerry's done for me includes you know, minor repairs like rotting wood, remodeling uh, the master bath, uh, putting new French doors on the back of the house. He understands what he's doing, and he usually points out you know, why I've had problems and not only how to fix it, but how to fix it so the problem doesn't recur. I think Jerry's trustworthiness is beyond reproach. Call 601-214-9463. Clark's Construction, a company you can trust. Are you ready for what is possibly the last lawnmower you will ever buy? If so, then you are ready for an Exmark. This is David Frederick with Frederick Sales and Service. And if you're ready, now is the time to take advantage of special Exmark pricing and special Exmark financing. With 0% financing and payments that won't start for 150 days. That's five months before your first payment and still 0% interest. You don't want to miss out on this opportunity to own the mower that landscape professionals purchase two to one over the next best-selling brand. So stop by Frederick Sales and Service on Old Highway 471 in Brandon and let me or one of my experienced staff help you find the Exmark mower that best suits your needs. At Frederick's, we are the Exmark experts. 26 years of award-winning selling, servicing, and supporting our customers with legendary Exmark quality. Frederick Sales and Service, the choice in outdoor equipment. Serving Central Mississippi since 1993. We're going to experience frigid temperatures again tomorrow in a lot of the state, but Daniel Lamb at the National Weather Service says the sun will come out and that will help create some melt-off on the roads. Because uh, it's going to be cold again Friday night, so there could still be slick spots even into Saturday morning. And that refreeze could stretch pretty far south. Potentially some refreezing even down into the Pine Belt uh, into tomorrow morning. Efforts to get the power back on can be hampered by drivers getting out on the roads and getting into trouble. So we've had some problems, for example, in South Mississippi where trucks couldn't navigate roads because of vehicles in a way uh, that couldn't move. So... Uh, uh, there's a lot of people out there. It's not just Entergy. This is a, a statewide event impacting a lot of the utilities throughout the state and the country. Entergy President and CEO Haley Fisagerly urges everyone in the areas impacted by this second winter storm to stay home if at all possible. Happy New Year from Keep Mississippi Beautiful. This is the time to plan ahead and set our goals for the future. We want to encourage everyone to start planning for our Great American Cleanup, the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across the state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year and remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In a world full of noise. The latest news. Finding information that matters to you can be overwhelming. 
That's why Super Talk is here. Here we go. To filter through the noise, to cut through the clutter, to deliver real information, and discuss how it affects you. You'll know what's important and why it matters when you listen to Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. Don't delay. Go to visitmississippi.org today and start planning a Mississippi getaway. And don't forget, Super Talk Mississippi has a brand new website at the new supertalk.fm. You can listen and watch just about every show on demand, including good things. You will also get exclusive Mississippi news from the Super Talk Mississippi news team. You'll get every show, every podcast, every news story. It's all in one place. It's at supertalk.fm. And what's also all in one place is over at the Slice of the Apple in Hattiesburg is all things New York Deli. And we're meeting the owner and the founder, Chris London, today. Moved to Mississippi in 2015. Opened your restaurant in 2000 and February of 2020. And then March of 2020, the world stopped because <laughs> of a much. pandemic. So, I mean, I can't imagine. I mean, we we have been talking tirelessly here on Super Talk about supporting our local businesses, particularly our restaurants are having a hard time. But the ones that were established were having a hard time. I can't imagine not even being open a full calendar year and then facing a pandemic. So what was that like for you as a business owner slash, you know, entrepreneur? It was a little scary until I started seeing all the mandates about the dine-in restaurants having to close. Mine wasn't a dine-in restaurant when I first opened it. So I was a little confused. I called a couple restaurant owners, and I was like, do I got to close too? You have chairs? No. 
Well, then I wouldn't. All right, then. So have you always been sort of that takeout style? Um, at first. I do have chairs and tables now for dining. Um, but when I first opened, I was in a whole other building when I first opened. Um, and it, like I said, it was supposed to be like the grab-and-go like you find in New York at first. So you walked in. There was two racks with candy and gum and chips and bottled drinks and beer. And you made you got your food and you go. Right. Um so that's I think that's what helped me through the pandemic because we never had to close our doors at all. I never got any. Well, and you funding. also had that sort of setup where you knew how to just promote to go orders. That's all you were doing. Yeah, was uh, sort of curbside into well, maybe not curbside, but the to go part. Yeah, um, we I powered through it and didn't close. I didn't get any federal funding or grants or loans or anything like that. We were actually able to work through it and upscale to a new our current location which was which is a whole lot bigger um where we actually have a full kit the first place i didn't even have a full kitchen i had a countertop and then behind that was some tables with a slicer a microwave and a little electric grill which i can't imagine (laughs) delis being many much more much bigger in new york oh no they're small they're tiny yeah they are not restaurants at all um now I would consider a restaurant. Now I have a full kitchen. I have a deep fryer now. I have fountain drinks, all that stuff. But no sweet tea. No, definitely not. Which I think (laughs) it's so funny because over on our C Spire text line, Chris, I knew you were going to strike a nerve when you mentioned the whole sweet tea thing. And it's with with loving, um, I guess, um, whatever, that they're giving you options. But Jay from the rest says that you need to try the Arnold Palmer, which is the lemonade and tea combination. And then Cindy says that what you were describing is what you enjoy is instant tea, which is kind of iced tea but not iced tea. Right. Well, on the box it says iced tea, so that's what we go by. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, what we go by for sure. And as far as the Arnold Palmer goes, Snapple makes a lemon iced tea, which I like, but Snapple makes iced tea. They don't make sweet tea. Well, I think they make sweet tea. You just haven't been a Mississippian for a decade yet. When you hit that double digit of this being your residence, I feel like something will shift in your taste buds. You will you will meet a gal who will make the tea you the way you like it, and then all things will be will be good for you. But I want to talk about some of the other things that are on your menu that are probably unique to New York but new here. It's this idea of antipasta because mm. as much as My Southerners favorite. like their sugar and their tea, they also like pasta, even though we're not necessarily Italian, but we we have Italian influences for sure. But but what's the anti-pasta pasta thingy, There's Jake? no pasta at all in it, at all. <laughs> it's, so then it, how is it a pasta? It's an Italian thing. It's it, anti-pasta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that means, uh, I'm learning these these vocabulary it, words. Are, okay, are it's based crazy. off of like Italians, like my family's Italian. So before your meal, you have meats and cheeses, kind of like a charcuterie board, mm-hmm. if that's how you say it. I don't know. Uh, kind of like that, but it's mixed up and different peppers and stuff like so that. So you don't worry about making it all pretty on a board. You just put it all together no, and mix it together. You buy it by weight, and it is addictive. Uh, every single person who comes in, oh, let me try let me try a quarter pound. I was like, all right, I'm going to give you a half pound, and then when you want to buy the other half pound, let me know. And that's what happens usually. So now we get people that come in by two, three, four, five pounds at a time. So um, do you eat it with your sandwich? Nope. Is it like an appetizer? Is it a full meal? It it it's up to you. I eat it by itself. A lot of people eat it by themselves. Uh, it's like the perfect to go snack. 
It's all little bite-sized pieces of ham and cheese and some celery, some bell peppers in there. And it's tossed, it's tossed in our vinaigrette that we make in-house. Um, some Italian seasoning in there. And it's addictive. Okay, do you make your pickles for your pickle sandwiches no. in-house as well? Okay, so how in the world did you come about? Is this a, is this a New York thing where you remove the bread and you put a sandwich in between a pickle? Mm-hmm. That's a uh, New York thing? No. Okay. No. I haven't seen one actually until recently. There's a, there's apparently there's a place in Jersey that their whole store is all pickles. Like they sell pickle juice and pickle everything. They do it too. They do it a little different. They make their pickles. I I get mine from a source that I can't say because it's a secret. So, uh, so nobody can. We don't want people out there yeah. making their own <laughs> pickle sandwiches. Okay, so what's the name of the pickle sandwich? The pickle sandwich. <laughs> it, it's a I walked right into that one. Uh, on our menu, we have like a build your own section where you pick your meats, your cheeses, what what type of bread you want, and it would be pickle under the bread, and you pretty much could build. That's it like putting mac and want. cheese under the vegetable category. Pickles aren't bread. Mac and cheese aren't vegetables. Well, we use it as bread. Well, that's what someone like say if we're a blue plate too. <laughs> I'll take vegetables, mac and cheese, only in the south. But okay, and and so what? What even inspired you to try this? Did you think that your customers would enjoy it? Were they asking for it? Um, nobody was asking for it. I don't think really anybody knew about what it would be. But I do know that there is a crazy pickle phase going around that everybody loves pickles, and I was like, hmm. I mean, I like pickles healthy. on sand on sandwiches. I don't try to pickle sandwich, but the idea of the pickle being the bread seems a little over sodiumed until you try it. Until you try, it. hey, I, I totally <laughs> agree. You don't knock it till you try it because you can build all the things that you want. Obviously, it's picking up steam. People are um, enjoying it. How big is the pickle? It's they're usually about maybe seven eight inches long. So it's a real pickle sandwich. Yeah, we we cut it out. We cut it in half and then we core it so it's hollowed a little bit so it can hold more stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we hold we hold it together with two like barbecue skewers, pretty much. And mm-hmm. people just put whatever they our, our most popular one is like a Cajun turkey with pepper jack cheese, lettuce, and spicy mustard. Rana, would you eat a pickle sandwich? Oh yes, definitely. Why? Where? What? I eat, I like the pickle. <laughs> you have pickles on a sandwich. Why you don't you eat a, a pickle, pickle sandwich? To the side of the sandwich. It's healthy. It's gluten free. Let's not get. Let's not go down that route. <laughs> let, let, let's let's stick with the. It may be fun and it may be it may be uh, delicious. And yes, it doesn't necessarily have the bread to it. But but I guess maybe you could get your pickle sandwich with the side of a baguette, and then you swap the two. Right, like your pickle becomes deconstructed. You sandwich. deconstructed <laughs> sort of sort of sandwich. Um, no, and I would totally be willing to to try one. And I, I expect you to. I encourage anyone that. that is thinking like me, like what in the world? Until you, you know, you give it, you give it a go. But, but it sounds like they're a popular seller there. Very. Uh, so, okay. So another thing Southerners do love is our desserts. So do they? Do they eat desserts in New York at delis? Right. Cheesecake. I was going to ask, what New is New York it? cheesecake? Oh. We make our own. Uh, I make. It's my recipe. Uh, we have a regular cheesecake. We have a chocolate swirl and a strawberry swirl, which are also very popular. And people pre-order whole cheesecakes. 
Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt. I'm sure by now you're aware of the shortage of ammunition that shooters and hunters are experiencing nationwide. Right now we have a good supply of popular calibers like 9mm pistol and 223 rifle, as well as others that we're offering at fair market prices. We do limit the amount you can buy each day. At the range, we'd rather everybody have some than a few buy it all. I hope you'll come visit us soon and check out all the many things we have to offer at the range. A totally new and different type of gun store. Whether it's getting the kiddos to school... I love you. Bye, Mom. Or taking it off-road and uphill. Oh, yeah! Yeah! Woohoo! <laughs> oh, yeah, baby! We've got the right tires for you. Tire Depot has a huge selection of tires for every budget and every purpose. From everyday drivers to extreme off-road performance, Tire Depot has you covered. Alignments, mounting and balancing, lift kits, and general repair. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram. A year into my retirement, I started getting short of breath, so I went to St. Dominic's. It turns out that my heart needed some major repair. Thanks to the amazing care that I got at St. Dominic's, I survived double bypass surgery. God was working through the doctors and nurses, and now my heart is working the way it should. I have finished my physical therapy at St. Dominic's, and I am now back to enjoying my retirement again. St. Dominic's. Skilled hands. Compassionate hearts. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Jackson area attorneys online at CordellCordell.com. Office in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Free background information available upon request. Joseph Cordell, licensed in Missouri and Illinois only. Wake up with Gallo. Go to bed with Bongino. It's kind of like the radio version of a Panino. Yeah, that's right, a Panino. A radio Panino with all sorts of good and gooey Mississippi ingredients right in the middle. Deliciously addictive. Paul Gallo, mornings at 6. And Dan Bongino, late nights at 11. The perfect way to start and end your day. On Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi News doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state. From stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports. Your Mississippi News. All the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Jake Mangum here. I got a lot of love from Mississippi in my time with MSU. Fans, friends, family, and teammates gave me more support than I could have hoped for. Farm Bureau Insurance was one of my supporters then, and they continue to take care of me day-to-day as my insurance provider. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Super Talk Mississippi, your new home for the Ben Shapiro Show. We don't hold back. We never shy away from telling you the truth. The most electrifying national talk show on air today. We have the most important guests and the biggest thinkers in America. Ben Shapiro, brutally breaking down the issues of the day. From politics to pop culture, we take a look at all of it. So don't miss out. Weeknights at 9. For something new and unique in talk radio, take a listen to the Ben Shapiro Show. On Super Talk Mississippi. 
yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. This show was previously recorded. Rebecca Turner. She's amazing. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. There's an adventure waiting for you in Mississippi. Head on over to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And many of you on the Ceasefire text line are going ahead and planning a little trip to the Pine Belt to take part in one of the sandwiches or the deli there at a slice of, and you added the big apple, so it's a slice of the big <laughs> apple, um, to there in the pineapple, uh, in the pineapple, <laughs> the big apple, the pineapple. pineapple yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> staying in with the fruit theme. Uh, not really. Uh, but we're meeting Chris, who is a Mississippi transplant from New York and brought New York Deli to the Pine Belt, where you're catching steam. I mean, people really seem to enjoy what you're doing there. Your best-selling sandwich. Reuben. The by Reuben. Far. By far. You mentioned a pastrami. The hot pastrami's so, up there, too. Describe a pastrami. Uh, pastrami is a beef that's smoked, and we pile it high, almost a pound of meat with Swiss cheese and spicy mustard on toasted rye. Yum. Yeah. It, yeah. That's my favorite. That's your favorite. Okay, so we ruffled some feathers, not really, <laughs> um, over on the text line. We're talking about trying to figure out where we can all meet in the middle because you're not a sweet tea fan. We forgive you. You're not a fish fan, a catfish fan. I'm not sure if that's forgivable, but that's okay. We'll we'll work with it. Are you a barbecue fan? Yeah, okay. of course. <laughs> okay. So you, I don't know many men that aren't a barbecue we fan. We will keep your Mississippi card. It, you, we won't revoke it completely. You, you three strikes and you would have been out. But okay, so let's play homage to where's the best barbecue in Mississippi that you've had so far? Letha's. Is that in in Hattiesburg? Mm-hmm. Have you had the opportunity to venture outside of the Pine Belt, any in Mississippi, now that it's home? Well, when I work on ambulance, I work in Capaya County, so Hazelhurst, Crystal Springs area, yeah, and also in Laurel. Okay, so have you? So you have yet to maybe venture up to visit the Mississippi Delta or go down to the Gulf Coast, any? Because you're really oh, close. I love there. the casino. I go to Bluffs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> the Hard Rock is my second home. <laughs> all right. Well, we're, we'll have to help one day get you back on good things and help plan your road trip a little bit far north to the Delta, especially if if you're talking about barbecue and maybe maybe reintroducing you to some of. <clears throat> the catfish mm. and tamales and things of, of that nature. You're opening up our taste buds there at a slice of the Big Apple. Um, so we're, we have, we have to open up, uh, some of yours. Any other food since moving to Mississippi that maybe you didn't have in New York that you've enjoyed once you, once you called Mississippi home? Crawfish. So there's not crawfish in New York. I didn't know what crawfish was till I moved here. So you're going to have to explain your first experience at a crawfish boil. Well, actually, the first time I had crawfish was at like a Chinese buffet, and I was like, "This is gross." That's a Why terrible. Does everybody like it. Terrible <laughs> exactly. life choice. Yeah. You need to be in the. Ex- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should not be your first <laughs> introduction. I mean, you need to be at a party where you know crawfish is boiling there, and you have like it all out on the table, and your fingers are are weapons to your eyes, and you're you're trying to dabble the snot running down your nose because <laughs> the those you know everything's too hot, and you're drinking your cold beer and the whole thing that's that's a super talk mississippi media production